What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are first going to start with an apology because of the holidays and then because of some really bad weather that we got. And then both of us got really sick. Yeah. <laughs> so things kind of got a little out of control and a little out of our hands as far as recording goes. But thank you very much for your patience while we were sussing it out. We are back. We've got a good plan. And hopefully the bad weather is behind us. How are you feeling, Caleb? I'm doing a lot better. Yeah. I'm doing a lot better. Everybody in the house is doing a lot better. There That's was good. there was a moment there where like I, I I honestly believe like we were just passing it around to each other continuously. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just kept evolving between the three of us. <laughs> like <laughs> progressively getting worse. Yeah. I was about to banish my son. Speaking of your son, welcome to a milestone. He has officially become ha- what one year old? Two. Two, that's right. Two. Two. Yep. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I thought one. I don't know either. You and went to his first birthday. Yeah, time is time has been weird these last couple time years. Time is funky. The wife and I were talking about how like time since 2020, time has just felt weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, everything's just different. Yeah. It, it yeah, it, it's all of it's just <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, no, they uh he he just turned 2. He is doing 2-year-old things. Yeah. Which is so fun. Oh, yeah. Terrible twos. Uh, Call them that for a reason. I know, man. Like, <laughs> he, you know, it's just that re, like, okay, what can I push? What can I do? What can I? And then there are moments where he's just, like, super fucking adorable. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Like, I was leaving this morning, right, mm-hmm. to come here. And uh, he was, like, all excited. And he, like, runs over and he grabs his shoes. And I was like, no, buddy. I, you can't come with me. Yeah, not today. And he's like. Oh, <laughs> and he just like everything sloops and he kind of tilts his head down. He just like sadly walks back to the couch. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk music starts playing. Right. As he slowly walks down the road with a bindle on his arm. Right. Like, oh, dude, you're killing me. You know, he just goes to the corner and just like looks at you from over. Like, his he doesn't eyes. he doesn't have a big vocabulary yet, <laughs> but there are certain things that are just hysterical. Like I was playing games the other night and I died and I don't think he actually understood what happened. OK, but it was just like perfect timing where he's like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you jerk. That's I don't need a side seat gamer. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. It was like I couldn't help but laugh because mm-hmm. it was just like perfect timing. Yeah. And then he looked at me like, "What did I do?" <laughs> yeah. The wife and I have been having a good time. She's playing uh, Fallout Four on the computer right now because Fallout London is coming out. It's that mod. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's really excited to play it. So she's been sitting on the couch playing on the the gaming laptop while I've been, I've been playing some stuff to you. That's been nice hanging out in the living room together, you know, playing games next to each other, but same kind of thing every now and then like I'll die or something bad will happen. And she'll just go, Oh oh no. And I'm like, yeah, thank you very much dear for, for your contribution. (laughs) You really helped out there. (laughs) No, I, I, that's why like, honestly, like switch was such a great thing Mm -hmm. because the wife can do the same thing. Like before it was like, I'd play and, she'd hop on her computer and play like sims right you know which she loves and is great and everything until she burns her kid to death yeah 
<laughs> You'd be surprised how many times that has happened to her. <laughs> uh, look, it's kind of like a just it's it's kind of like an initiation when you play a Sims game. You gotta right. get put get somebody in a pool and take out the ladder, and you gotta trap your baby in in a room with no doors and a fireplace. Like it's just it's you just, just a thing. You gotta experience it. You know, it's just a thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and like then the switch came out. Mm. And now she can, especially since the switch actually has some pretty big and decent games on it like she has a lot of fun with that but she's gotten more into uh journaling uh, okay. which isn't a bad thing no she no, likes it no, that's good she yeah. has fun is she having fun it's all that really matters right she, she ain't fun. hurting anybody my, my two my rules soul. yeah she's not hurting a person and she's not kicking puppies what she does in her free time as long as she's having fun cool with me hey hey you cannot judge us for kicking puppies. You're right. I can't. I cannot judge you. Uh, it's not my job. We that's don't the, kick puppies. That's the, yeah, no. Massive disclaimer. Right. We, we do not kick puppies. Speaking of which, my wife... Club baby seals with even cuter baby seals. That's totally different. Different story. Different, different, different tale to tell. Speaking of which, my wife just got a picture last night of a blonde, short-haired dachshund, which is like almost her her ideal puppy. Oh, yeah? So when you adopted it. Oh, God. I don't know. Because... <laughs> the, because... So so, so we have so we have a dog that was born without eyes, and we have a cat that has cerebral hyperplasia. Uh, hyperplasia. No, I'm saying that wrong. Oh well, yeah, I but love that, but it's okay. Um, this one has seizures and is blind in one eye. So we're just getting the hat trick of special needs animals that might be coming to my house. So I'm very yeah, excited and looking yeah. forward to that. So we'll see. Now you just need a blind bird. <laughs> no, we had budgies. We had budgies. No more budgies. <laughs> No more budgies. Because you know what? It sounds really cool when you're like, oh, can you imagine every morning waking up to the songs of birds? Yeah, until they're doing it, freaking at five o'clock in the morning. Forget that. I yeah. don't get up that early. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. No. No birds. No birds. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I had a friend who had birds. And I was <sighs> like, dude. How do you do this? He's like, eventually you drown it out. And I was like, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> I've been your friend for years. It is very similar to living in line with a runway at an airport is that you just eventually drown out the jet engines overhead. But I mean, you still notice some. Yeah. You just yeah. don't notice how bad it is. You just get that's what you get acclimated to. Right. Um. So we were going to talk about Lords of the Fallen, and that's going to be about a three-minute wrap-up because I had so many graphical and techno technical issues that I literally could not get past the first boss because I had enemies stuck in the ground or with their heads pointing out. I had tons of terrible stuff. Like I said, just graphics, technique, you know, technique-wise, that kind of thing. And then, because I've said this to you numerous times, um, it was so squelchy. Like, every step sounded wet and just, I did not have any fun. So we're not actually talking about Lords of the Fallen today, but if you want to give your 30-second recap... ASMR red light was like <laughs> I just go back and listen to that game. Everything sounds wet. Everything you walk, everything you hit, everything just is, is just squelchish. Hey, he's just ugh. he's just a moist person. He's a very moist, moist person. Moist. Yeah. See, moist doesn't bother me like other people, but yeah. So what we're gonna do instead is what the sound does. Yeah. <laughs> So what we're going to do instead is we're just going to kind of do a recap of what our top five picks of the games of last year were. Um, we're going to we're going to go do like a round robin style. So I'll just I'll be nice and I'll start with my number five and then you can do your number five and have a okay. quick discussion about these games that we love from last year. How does that sound? 
Sure. Cool. All right. Well, then we'll get started. Um, so my number five pick um, was this cute little game called While the Iron's Hot. Um, this was a, this was this little game that came out of nowhere for me, developed by Bontemps Games, published by Humble Bundle. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Um, and it was really cute. You play as a blacksmith, you reach a new town, um, very, what my wife is starting to call cozy games. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a whole genre. There, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, Stardew Valley animal crossing style game where, you know, you show up and they're like, Hey, so if you go to this mountain and mine some ore, bring it back here, you got to do a little mini game to shape it. And then you got to do a mini game to sharpen it. And then you do like a Minecraft style building, so, you know, you take your ore and you make four ingots. Those four ingots make an iron square. You sharpen the iron square and then you put that iron square on top of like a wooden, like a little wooden log. And now you build it and now you have a hatchet. And it's weapons and armor. You're a blacksmith. And there's a whole story about, you know, there's a guy who's trying to like reawaken dragons and stuff like that. It, the cartoon, the the graphics are real kind of you know, mediocre 1664 bit kind of style. Yeah. Um, again, right. Really leaning into that Stardew Valley cozy game thing. Yeah. Um, but for me, it, it came out of nowhere and I was having a lot of fun with it. My only problem was right at the end, after I beat the main story, I was going around gonna, I was going to probably try to get a hundred percent of the achievements and all of a sudden it, totally wiped out my inventory. And I mean, I was in the middle of like carrying materials to do like a big, yeah, I was not happy. I was really upset because I had just like, oh cool, I gotta like craft all this kind of stuff, grabbed all my, all of my things, opened up my inventory, saw it, it all disappeared. And I was like, that's not good. Quit, reloaded it, never came back. So, so it left a sour taste in my mouth at the end, but I mean, uh, when you have 99% fun with a game and then at the very end, it's like, oh, here's one little thing that kind of ruined it. Again, I had already beat the story. I was, cause I had told my wife, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to get back into this. There's other stuff coming up that I want to check out. Um, but that was my number five. Dredge. 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 Okay. It, it, I impulse buy okay <laughs> like 100 percent impulse buy um it you are like this little fishing boat okay that uh gets caught up in a storm mm-hmm. and then ends up on this island and it's like super weird it's super um uh lovecraftian Ooh. Kind of style game, right? Where the mayor's like, oh, you know, hey, sorry, we couldn't save your ship, but, you know, we'll give you this other one. And, you know, you go out and you capture fish for us and, you know, you, you can pay off us giving you this ship, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you go out and you 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 dredge up fish. <laughs> like, it's, you do some dredging. And, um... As you play through the storyline of the game and you kind of start exploring more of like the depths and the islands around and everything like that, you you kind of notice this like there's this presence in the ocean. Okay. That um doesn't want you to leave. Ooh. Yeah. And like at night, if you stay out too late, 
it will like start to attack you and you start seeing like hallucinations of stuff and everything like that. So you always have to like dock at night and that's how like where you sell all your stuff and everything like that and mm-hmm. buy new equipment and get upgrades for your boat and, and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, like you come across like another boat that's been shipwrecked and it's, it's your boat. Good. It's the exact same boat boat well, that's creepy and like yeah so there's all this creepy stuff that happens and there's this weird weird storyline behind it and it, it it's it's really weird it, it's got this like mutated fish thing that you you can capture and people like certain people want them and there's science outposts where you go and they're like oh we're trying to you know figure out this phenomenon around here but then we got like hijacked and all fucked up and now we don't know what's going on and so real creepy game but like intriguing well, I was gonna, and like super simple I was, it, it just it's like a cozy game but like a haunted cozy game I was gonna say I pulled it up in Wikipedia and like the second sentence is the game follows a fisherman who encounters increasingly Lovecraftian creatures yep and it's like well that doesn't sound cozy that sounds terrifying yeah yeah <laughs> but like on a cozy scale because the graphics are absolutely adorable <laughs> yeah no it, it, it like it's not it, it's got this creepy feel throughout the whole game mm. but like you just go out fishing <laughs> you just, like, you're you just, just go out fishing you're just fishing <laughs> you know like you're pulling stuff up and like you can find like artifacts and stuff like that like i think i, I don't know if it's a part of the expansion or if it's a part of the storyline mm-hmm. but like I, I ended up going to this one island and this guy's like hey if you find these like certain items for me i'll give you certain powers so like now my ship has like certain abilities, okay. like mystical abilities type deal, but they come at a cost. Yeah. You know, like Lovecraftian type shit. Like, oh, I can You lose your sanity. I can overload my engines. Mm. Like, so if it's starting to get late and the next the nearest port is quite a ways away, like I can overload my engines, but running my engines that hot damages them Mm -hmm. so then i have to spend money to repair them but i didn't go insane or get killed by creatures so like oh okay it's a (laughs) trade-off you know i I, honest to god i like i don't know why but i kept going back to it yeah like i'd play a little bit of another game and like or i'd beat a game and then be like well there's dredge (laughs) (laughs) like just kind of go back to it i i don't know what it was about this game that just drew me in but well, so would you say that it got its hooks into oh, you? Oh, dear God. <laughs> so that's all, folks. This <laughs> is <laughs> the final episode <laughs> of Game On by No Tokens Required. Uh, Caleb has quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it was just sitting there. It was easy, like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh! <laughs> he just keeps... <sighs> I don't I don't know. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll stop casting yeah. this wide net of oh, puns. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you and my wife. I don't <laughs> I don't get it. <sighs> okay. Okay. But if you haven't played it, give it a shot. Okay. I think I think it's couple bucks oh, or something like that i don't i don't think it's very expensive. it looks like it's on everything yeah it, i don't like but it was entertaining it's it's got a intriguing story i haven't beaten the game because mm-hmm. i i like 
there it's got collectibles oh no (laughs) so i get really caught up in like oh i still need this fish so then i'm like you know dredging around trying to (laughs) capture this fish in my net and all while running from cthulhu cthulhu but yeah nice yeah yeah all right your Uh, turn my turn so my number four is Sony's Marvel Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, I had uh, a lot of fun with that, what I played. Um, stay tuned. Coming up, our actual full report coming out on that one. So you're so, a spider, but a man? But a man, oh, yeah. That's so weird. But, but, but not like, you're not like a human-sized spider, and you're oh, not a man. Oh. You're not a, a spider-sized like man. man. Oh, okay. No, you, okay. yeah. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know what this so, is. So do you pull web out of your butt? No, not out of your butt. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's weird. No, that's weird. I mean, not unless your name, I mean, you can pull web out of your wrist if your name is Toby. Yeah. That was a very yeah. good scene in that movie. That was. I was really, really Wait a glad. second. So, like, mm-hmm. you just create it? <laughs> Does it come out of anywhere else? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. And Andrew Garfield getting to save. Spoiler warning for a movie that's very, very old. Very old. Yeah. <laughs> couple years old yeah. at this point, I believe. Andrew Garfield saving Mary Jane. <sighs> You know what? You know what sells the scene? Him trying not to cry. That's what sells that scene for me. Yeah. When he lands and he's like, "Too bad he couldn't do it with Gwen." Ooh, yeah. My favorite Spider-Man character of all time. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Not. I mean, over Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like you would like. So like, are I, we, I love Gwen. Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen. Both. Okay. Both. I've always I like I always liked Gwen. I I. It kind of sucks because in the comics, she gets like the short end of the stick. She's mm-hmm. not around for very long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then her bestie swoops in and steals her man. Mm-hmm. Like super kind of fucked. Then but she dies. They, well, there's that, too. And then they bring her back and make her sw- Spider Gwen. Well, no, Spider Gwen's a different universe. Well, okay. and in that universe, Peter Parker dies. Yes. Um, And and like she takes on the mantle mm-hmm. and everything that's that's a that's a separate spider-verse <laughs> all right in the original spider-man the one that she dies there's actually two different i'm getting nerdy here <laughs> there there are two different uh uh takes on the comic right mm-hmm. so the whole thing that happens for those of you who don't know i and i i may get some details wrong mm-hmm. but I, it's been a really long time i believe it's the green goblin mm-hmm finds out who peter parker is kidnaps gwen stacy because he knows due to his son and their friendship that gwen is his girlfriend takes her to the george washington bridge and basically tells gives peter what i call like the joker ultimatum right like Mm. save your girlfriend and let me go or capture me and your girlfriend dies and then he hucks Gwen <laughs> off of the George Washington Bridge. Yeet. Yeah. And I mean, like, the top of it. Not not like not where the, the cards. Yeah. yeah, like the top, top of it. So Spider-Man, like, dives after her. He shoots his web. And his web hits her, but hits her at the base of the skull. So when it pulls tight, there's the comic version that has the word snap. <gasps> and that was, like, the first printing of it. 
and parents mm-hmm. felt that that was too violent. I wonder why. <laughs> so <clears throat> they further renditions, um, further printings. They have the same panel, but the word snap is gone. <laughs> so you still know what happened. Yeah. They just, it didn't make any noise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like, it's similar to the Andrew Garfield movie. Movie. Yeah. Um, but like in that movie, like she bounces off the floor. Mm-hmm. This one, like, and yeah, he carries that guilt for a long, long time. And then MJ, who is Gwen Stacy's best friend and met Peter Parker, which is a weird thing to me, like that they've been dating for so long and he never <clears throat> met her best friend, but they meet at Gwen's funeral. Mm-hmm. And so then they kind of spark up a friendship. <clears throat> and when they kind of start getting romantic and everything, he of course like pushes her away because he still carries the guilt from Gwen and it's finally revealed that he's Spider-Man and this is what really happened. And MJ's like, that's not really your fault. Mm -hmm. Like you, you were put in an impossible situation and you, you did what you could, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of helps him like move on past it. And then, you know, there's literally hundreds of years fucking forever of complications between him and MJ and it's like he never had these problems when he was dating Gwen (laughs) (laughs) and that's been your Spider-Man hour with Caleb (laughs) well and then on top of that Gwen Stacy's been represented in two of the three Mm -hmm. and both played by actresses that I really admire Right. Because not only did one move on to go and join one of the greatest franchises of all time, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Jurassic Park, a.k.a. fucking amazing. Dinosaurs in real life. Dinosaurs in real life. <laughs> um, but then the other one's Emma Stone. Emma Stone, who is fantastic in everything. Yeah. Easy A is like one <sighs> of the funniest best movies i've ever watched it is it's such it's a got so many good like like little one-liners in it. the whole the part with the car why does that matter i'm adopted <laughs> who told you stanley tucci makes everything better everything better he's fantastic in that movie and i love her with the card as she opens she's like, oh i hate that song and then it cuts to her in the shower yeah, just, i got a pocket, pocket, pocket full of sunshine <laughs> <laughs> and then it dies. Yeah. It, it is a, yeah. That is a fun movie. That is a very fun movie. It is. It is. Yeah. That's that's where I like was like, oh, Emma Stone. Mm, I really liked her in Zombieland. I, Zombieland's good. I liked her in Zombieland. I'm just not a big fan of like Zombieland in general. Oh, yeah. But like, it's well, good. Because the, the problem with Zombieland is that it actually was pitched as a, as a show. So that's why they have the kill of the week in those movies. Yeah. Because that was what the ideal was going to be, was that every week, week they would do is... a show and there was going to be one super cool extravagant kill. Yeah. And be- it didn't get greenlit for a show and it turned into the movie and they carried a lot of it and everybody does a good job in that film. Oh, yeah. But it's... The, the movie is not bad. Right. It, it, it literally is a great movie. It's just not Schindler's it's List. It's funny. It's, it, it's all of that. I, it's just not one of those movies where I'm like, you know what? Let's go watch zombies. Yeah, like it. I just it, it, it's, it's not never a the movie thing that I I have ever gravitated towards. I watched it. I enjoyed it. 
I'm good. Yeah. I will say Jesse Eisenberg has a fantastic line to Woody Harrelson where he's like, he's like, you're like some, some government cock blocking robot developed in a German lab and fucking gets all pissed off and walks away. I love it. I love that whole line. That whole, him just being like, oh man, I love it. I love it. But okay. Sorry. But anyway, so Spider-Man yeah, 2. So Spider-Man 2 is my number four. It did everything. It does everything well. It, to me, it does suffer a little bit from... One too many playable characters, a little too much in the story, and most importantly, like it's kind of it, it does suffer from sequelitis. Yeah, where like it's not anything new. It it, it adds new things, but it it does feel very sequel video gamey to but, me, which is which is why it's on my top five. But it's so low. Well, we'll get into it yeah. more, right? But like to that, I I. I think that's what gives it credit in this. Right. Like the fact that like they didn't try to venture like they were like, don't don't fix what ain't broke. Exactly. Don't overreach. Yeah. Add, add a bit more. Because like the problem that I had with Miles Morales, mm -hmm. the, the standalone Miles Morales game, because in this one, they both team up. Yeah. Um, but the problem that I had in the Miles Morales game is like, I honestly felt like that game could have been a DLC. Mm -hmm. It was so short. Um, though good like the storyline was good the but the mechanics were very similar of mm -hmm. course it's it's a spider-man just a different spider-man they added a new fight mechanic and everything because miles morales has his own set of uniqueness mm -hmm. and everything but like it just it was so short especially in comparison to the 2008 spider-man mm. so i was like man this was its own game like you could have sold this as a dlc so, like, one of the good things that I actually appreciated about Spider-Man 2 was it it had the <laughs> girth <laughs> um, to, to, like, you know, be there. 2018. You said 2008. Oh, sorry. 2018. That's okay. That was why I was making that face. I was like, that was, there was no way that was 2008. I You're was right. Like, You're right. I was like, that, was, that was 2018, right? Sorry. And I just wanted to double check to make sure that I wasn't losing my mind. I didn't no, mean, I, I was just stopping the posts right now. Yeah. So, um, but like, so yeah, like the, I think it held up. Like it, it does. You're right. It does have that like a uh, sequel esque vibe, but uh, it's yeah. new I mean, storyline, new new adventures. Yeah. And Craven's cool. I like Craven. I like Venom being did. there. They did a great job. But like, Craven. and really, we're talking we're talking like percentages, right? Yeah. Like instead of the 100 percent other stuff they added in, like 80 percent, like knock off a little bit, maybe save some for the third one. But again, I mean, we are talking small variations that literally. I mean, it's still it's still well up and above plenty of other crap that I played last year. Yep. I mean, yep. Jesus Christ. Like, so your number four. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, wow. That made your top five. I liked it. Okay. A lot, man. I really did. Like, and I'm not a huge Hogwarts fan. Um, but like I So full disclosure, mm -hmm. right? I have not read all of the harry potter books uh, and as far as actually reading them goes i can't yeah i am just not a fan of her writing style mm. um and uh, like even listening to them me and my wife listen to them audiobooks uh listening to them i got further than i did reading them but i i still have a hard time with it um 
and granted, it's all character development, story development, and everything like that. And I'll push past it and everything. And the fact that I, I give a shit so much mm -hmm. just tells you, like, I like the world. I like the mythos. I, I like what she completely created, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I just don't like the way she wrote about it. Right. You know? That makes sense. Um, so, like, I was excited about Hogwarts Legacies. I was very upset that it kept getting pushed back as much as it did but the fact that it finally came out and like i jumped right into that world and outside of a, a couple of little things and you know there there's of course the whole like okay this takes place during a completely different time period mm -hmm. um and everything like that like i had a lot of fun in that game like i I just loved flying around and then like fucking killing spiders. <laughs> and I say spiders because dear God, There's that so game was spiders. so just infested with spiders. Yeah. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, and even like the battle challenges, you know, you go to those statues and then like you, you unlike like the Coliseum, like, mm. you know, just, I, that was awesome to me. The storyline itself, I would say, was subpar. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that could have been a lot better. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's things that I wish that they had. There's things that I wish they didn't have. There there was a lot of repetitiveness. If you want my full review on it, please go back yeah. and listen to go our... Go check out that episode. Yeah. Um, but, like... I had enough fun in that world that yeah, it made my top five. Okay, I, I like on like that would probably be on my top ten. It didn't make my top five because I agree with pretty much everything that you said. Um, I I also felt that it went on a little bit too long. It, like you know, we I mean we we complained a whole all about that southern area, yeah. right? That is something that I mean, it's just a waste. It's just a whole waste. It's, it's just, just just a waste. It's just nothing there. Um, but I had like that was part of my fun though, mm -hmm. like exploring the world. Now, yes, that whole southern area, they didn't really put anything in it. So the exploration aspect of the southern part of the map was literally me just flying around, going, "Oh, here's a village," and then I drop into the village, do a couple of the village quests, and then go to the next village. Yeah, <laughs> like where the northern half, like you had like secret caves and little dungeons and and like all sorts of shit to explore mm -hmm. that i was like this is cool that southern half really didn't have yeah a whole lot of that. the com I, the combat was a lot of fun i really like the way that they did that so I, I i get it i was just surprised because um it just i i can appreciate a good open world game mm -hmm. where i can truly just enjoy living in the world yeah fair enough like i wish and again go back and listen to our episode mm -hmm. um and my opinions have changed a little bit since then because i i kind of keep going back to it every now and then because i just like flying around or you know a vada cadavery you want to stop state from getting that stone or not <laughs> um but like, you know, it, it just, I, I yeah, it, like there, I, there's still things, but 
I guess once I completed all of all of like the the uh, like the the Merlin puzzles, mm. which were like the same four puzzles, the same over four and over again. Yeah. yeah, move the ball, stack the things, destroy the stuff. And I wasn't so concerned with like doing those repetitively, and I was just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna fly around in the world. Like there, there's a lot to appreciate about that game that I just I don't think I realized when I originally played through it. Like mm. e- even from a graphical design, like the amount of people and feeling like the castle is lived in Mm -hmm. and and everything like that is just amazing. Yeah. I, I kind of wish there was more classes or like you could actually like go and and sit in and, and learn and and stuff like that. Like that would have been a really cool aspect. Going um, to class literally, it was just a quest. It was like, go to this class and do the, and then you had like, it, it was that, you know, 80s montage of you doing various things in the class and they're like okay the class is over can i have you for a second so i can teach you this new spell no why didn't you make that part of the montage <laughs> like <laughs> instead of the montage be like welcome to class this is what we're doing but yeah i digress um, right. but yeah like it, you know it, it there's there's talk of a second one okay i mean and, and so i played the first one and i i enjoyed it to a point yep you know and again that's not to say that it was bad i just thought uh, other stuff was was better yeah but you know i mean i again i i, I get there, where you're coming I, i'll be honest like and you'll 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 see it and hear it like for me granted i believe 2023 was a lot better than mm-hmm. its predecessor years mm-hmm. you know um uh, we've talked about it numerous times since the beginning of this podcast, especially since we started this podcast <laughs> in the midst of all of this, yeah. like COVID has really affected and, and changed some of that. Mm-hmm. And though I feel like we're kind of getting back on track with that, there is still, we're still feeling some of the repercussions. Yeah. And so like, Yes, there was a lot of games that were released. There were a lot of good games, but like I'm literally doing this list based off of like which ones did I honest to God have the most fun and enjoyment in playing? You know, like yeah. is this a world that I could live in? Is this something that I could go back to? Is this is, like you know me, there's not a games that a lot of games that I replay. Um and I'm keeping those out of the list. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay. Like my list is consistent of original games, not remakes mm. like Resident Evil four, which if that was it, that would be number one. Always, right. always. Mm. But it, I've played that game since I was 17 years old. Right. Like it, it's, it'd be like me saying that my favorite game last year was if they had done a subnautica remaster. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. Well, like Dead Space, mm. another great game, but again, it's it's a remaster. It's a re- yeah, it's it, not it, really being a new game. It's not a new game. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to focus this list on these are the new games that came out mm-hmm. in 2023 that I enjoy. That that's my personal thing. Like yeah. if you have any of those no. on there, like that that's all that's all you. But these are the new ones. Mm-hmm. So. So, all right. Uh, three. My number three is really easy. Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, really? It's, yeah, it's, it's at number three. And the reason it's at number three is because it kind of suffers from what makes it great. It is a full-on D&D campaign. That means it's fucking long. And I give it props, first and foremost, for winning Game of the Year for last year. 
even though I don't agree with it, but I see why I see what it offers, what's in it, the care, the craftsmanship, everything that they put into that game to make it literally feel like it is a single or multiplayer D and D adventure Mm -hmm. that you can change up anything at any time for the most part, dude. And there's so much in there. Even still now we're, we're talking months Mm -hmm. after this game has released. I am still seeing people discovering new things. Yeah. Like the, and this is just speaking from like a programmer per perspective. Oh yeah. Right. Like the numerous amounts of free will that you can push into this game mm. is astronomical yeah like the fact that the developers thought of some of this stuff oh yeah and took the time to go well what if one of the players does this mm-hmm. and code it into the game knowing that's probably not an easy thing to code into a game mm-hmm. blows my mind hole exactly like <laughs> so i i i'm I, I get it. It, I get it, it. it is pure respect. It is 100% respect. Um, but again, from what it suffers from, it's a little too long in my mind, you know, because again, you have play D and D almost on the weekly, uh, monthly. Okay. Yeah. Um, how long have your campaigns been going? Uh, so I, I, uh, I DM a campaign, uh, up until, I want to say, and I apologize for not knowing the exact month. I, I know, um, but I want to say August of last year, and that campaign it went on for two years. And in fact, me and my wife are now building a continuum to that campaign. So we're building our own separate world that we were discussing last night, and I, I think she really grasped like how big mm-hmm. that undertaking is as we were kind of discussing some of the stuff my point exactly um to to like develop and build your uh, like the whole entire world a, a yeah. living breathing world that like you you yeah and, and that's where i will say though like with boulders gate 3 it literally takes place in Faerun, mm-hmm. which is a long long long-standing D&D world. It's one of, if not the most popular D&D world. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of authors, including my favorite, write their novels in this world. Boulder's Gate, it's three for a reason. There's two previous ones mm-hmm. that take place in there. So they, as far as world building goes, they had a lot of resources and information to pull that from. Yeah. Me and my wife have to make all of that up. Yeah. <laughs> like all of that. Exactly. So, like, so a real D&D campaign can take years to get through. We're projecting that this continuation 
three to five years, depending yeah. on the choices that the characters make. Yeah. And so it's massive, which again, kind of in my opinion, makes it suffer a little bit because there is so much, because there is so much in there and to experience and to get through and everything, it just knocks it down a little bit for me. Just because That's fair. it's not it's not a tight 30, 40 hours RPG or an eight to ten hour, you know, shooter kind of hack and slash kind of game or something yeah. like that. They it was built with love and it feels like it not saying that any of those other games aren't built with love, right. but it's a different type of it's, game. It, but it, this is a true TRPG yeah. that they then ported into a computer. A computer. Which technical achievement alone. <laughs> which Boulder's Gate 2, right? Mm-hmm. I I could not even begin to calculate the amount of hours that I had put into that game. Mm. And not just in one playthrough. I mean, total in that game. The various different playthroughs that I did, the various different things that I tried, all of that stuff. Because, again, it's a TRPG mm-hmm. that they ported onto computer. And it's not the first time that they've they've done this. Like D and D has been on PC back since floppy disk. Yeah, I literally own the original floppy disk D and D games. So kids who are watching floppy disks <laughs> used to be the things, not CDs and not cartridges, but these little. There were little ones that they looked like the save icon, and then there were the big, big ones that, that were truly floppy. That were really actually uh, floppy. Yeah, the smaller ones were real hard. Yeah, that is where you stored all of your <laughs> porn, <laughs> everything. That was your USB drive. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you'd have the tape that you know that only said like wrestlemania 1992 and then you had the floppy disk that was like stuff and like that was where you hid your porn yep before the days of the internet yeah so Baldur's gate 3 gets my number number three spot how about you uh see this is where it starts getting tough because there there are there are some games that i'm like man i really like that i really like this but if i if i've got to if I've got to do uh, narrow it down to one for number three, I would say Spider-Man two. Right. Yeah, that would be my number three spot. I I'm a big Spider-Man fan. It kind of hurts me to put it that low. I know low, right? Number yeah, three, number three of <laughs> all the games from 2023. Um, number um, three, but like I had a lot of fun in the world. I, I thought the storyline was great. It was inventive. And it definitely gave it growth to build onto something new. Mm-hmm. I am a little concerned that, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, yeah, number three would be would be Spider-Man 2. Number two. Number uh, two. Uh, uh, My <laughs> number two, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I, God, that made your top. No, I'm just <laughs> um, And I will fully admit 100% it's the Star Wars bias in me. I love Star Wars. I've always loved Star Wars. I have loved Star Wars probably since I was about six years old. Um, and I have I've read books. I've looked at the comics. I went online. I learned how to do Jedi breathing techniques. I I have lived in the imaginary Star Wars world in my brain for almost all of my life. Yeah. I love almost everything Star Wars to varying degrees of criticism. I mean, I don't love Rise of Skywalker as a movie, but it's Star Wars and I will watch it and I will always want to watch it. I will always watch it if it's on. But I can criticize it. And Jedi Survivor 
<clears throat> I feel like they did the logical step when it comes to a, a sequel is they made it a little bit bigger. Instead of only corridors, let's give a couple of open world style hubs where you can kind of run around and do some exploring. I thought that was pretty neat. Let's add a little bit by adding a new weapon. Let's give you a blaster because you are not a Jedi per se in terms of following the code. You are a Jedi because of your abilities, but you have to be able to use all the tools around you. So getting a blaster seems like a natural next step for someone like this. He's not the only Jedi who used a blaster. Well, I know that, but to be fair, I'm just talking to like diehard fans like me that are like, it should be only a lightsaber if you're a Jedi. No, no, no. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Um, but I had my criticisms with that again. You previous episode, you can go check that one out. Um, I just, but I mean, I I couldn't. I had to force myself to stop playing that game because I still was like, no, I want to go around and I want to look at stuff and I want to do all the cool customization and um, I'm going to do a new game plus because I want to go back into it. So eventually it got to a point where I was like, no, I really need to put it. And again, I know that, again, criticisms aside, a lot of that comes from just my fan, my my personal feeling that it's a Star Wars game and I really enjoy yeah. running around as this guy and being able to do these things. Top 10 top 10 mm -hmm. i i there were a lot of issues that i had with it i i, I just, oh man. so when we started when we started this podcast just just a little backstory right like mm -hmm. when we started this podcast me and his wife who at the time i don't even think you guys were engaged yet when we started this yeah no she was still girl the girlfriend the girlfriend yeah um we had played a game called the last of us oh yeah part two yeah <laughs> and and we debated quite a bit about and i'm surprised we never did but we debated quite a bit about doing an episode mm -hmm. on that game mm -hmm. but we were we were i think we decided we we were going to get ready for assassin's creed mm -hmm. we're going to go through all the assassin's creed game and that's how we're going to kick off this mm -hmm. this big thing and so that kind of like fell to the wayside was all, that because that was because Valhalla was coming out, right? Correct. Yeah, that was what Correct. led up to yep. that. Yep. So we were doing all the Assassin's Creed games in a lead up to Valhalla. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> it was a lot, let me tell you, to go back and play some of those. Oh, fuck. Um, but, like, uh, one of the things that, like, me and her debated. Mm -hmm was the tone of the game yeah right and i will say that game really really does a great job on emphasizing and making you realize the grieving process right the reason why i bring that up is because in this game <laughs> they tried yeah <laughs> and they didn't they didn't do that great of a job no like it it, it i I had a hard time connecting with characters. Mm. It's an even harder time when you basically introduce a new character right at the beginning of the game and you go, yep, he's the bad guy. <laughs> and like, then everything that precedes it just basically strengthens that statement. Yeah. You know, like it, it just. I didn't see I, it coming. I, you did. I didn't. Oh, it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a part of it because like I'm I, I know a lot of different story arcs uh -huh. and story types and everything like that, that I was just like, oh, this is pretty 
cheesy and classic of like, oh, here's this brand new character who's going to be your best yeah. friend. And, you know, like he just happens to show up at this time period where all of your other older pals that were truly your pals are no really longer with you. Like weird. <laughs> and now all of a sudden for no reason, he's going to travel with you because he's your best friend. Look, I knew he was going to die. I did not see the turncoat part though. Oh, I totally the whole thing. Oh, I got a daughter and we're going to go away and live somewhere uh, away from the empire. No, you are not. So, like, I will say the fact that the daughter actually exists surprised me. Yeah, okay. I thought the daughter was just so a I. story. Like, it was just a bullshit story that he was all like, me and my daughter. And I'm like, you're fucking made up, daughter. Yeah, right. <laughs> you piece of shit, Sith. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, not a bad game. Yeah. I, and, and like I but said. But, again, I think it, that game also suffered from. Oh, sequelitis and i can i i can totally see i can totally see it i totally get it um because you're right like in that big open area it's not actually that big nope um you know they introduce mounts cool mounts are pretty cool well first of all there are no established animals that i've ever seen before that you're using as mounts because yep. those neck two things like maybe that was in something that i missed was i got older and stopped consuming as much star wars stuff and they were only useful for to getting you into places it what didn't feel fun to like ride around to get from point a to point b kind of a thing they the weren't necessary for that Exactly. Because, again, you didn't do, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 open world where you need a horse to get from point A to point B. Oh, fuck. It was just kind of like, <laughs> like, I mean, granted, like Halo Infinite did it worse, but like it was just kind of like, here's a big map with a couple of areas where stuff happens. Yeah. So it doesn't really feel like a like a living world. And it, which is, again, why I'm like, it's because it's Star Wars and I know that I'm biased and I'm owning that I'm biased. I still think it's a good game worthy of playing. I still think it was probably the second best game that I played last year that I had the most fun with and was the most inclined to go back to. But again, sequels are tough just in general. They are. Man. They are like the first game can be great because it's like, Oh, this is new. This mm. is exciting. I've never done this before. Sequels. Like if, if you just poured over all of that stuff, it's like, well, this is, I, I played this game. Already. Yeah. But that's not the problem that I had. Yeah, with Jedi Survivor. I liked the fact that I'm like, ah, oh, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> like it feels familiar. You got to yeah. walk that line of it. It's got to be just like the first one enough to feel familiar, but have enough new stuff to be like, oh, this isn't the exact first game. It's yeah. A, it's a little bit. There's more to it. It was the storyline, uh, which I totally a get. big part of the story. It was, that was its weakest was, point. Yeah, that was its weakest point for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, of course, you know, the cameo and all that kind of stuff. Didn't need that, but I digress. What's your number two? You absolutely... Fuck you, you needed that. I don't need Darth Vader showing up. Oh, I was talking about Boba Fett. No, no, no. That was awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't need another fight with Darth Vader. Like, I didn't... I didn't. It's unnecessary for me. Like, he was in the first one. We had a... And his... his and him his, him... his his sequence in the first one, way better than his sequence in that second one. I know, it got so. you all stuttery. <laughs> so what's your number two? Boulder's Gate 3. All right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I get I, I, I like that game. Yeah. Like, that is, that's my jam. Like, I have my issues mm -hmm. and everything, but yeah, I, I like that game. No, I mean, and again, right? I mean, pretty much we said everything. Yeah. Um, there's more to it. Um, 
but yeah, like it's it's solid, and I get, and especially because you know how I feel about Star Wars is, I'm sure how you feel about D and D stuff. I mean, you know, that seems to be your your forte fandom almost. Marvel. I mean, I don't consider Marvel's a lifestyle, not a fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I will always uh, buy you Iron Man stuff when I see it because I always think of that of you. But when I think of D and D, I also think of you immediately yeah, because yeah. that to me is is your thing. It really is. You know? Like I, 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 well, and I, especially since I gotten into DMing, DMing I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh my god! Like, yeah. My wife was even just like, "Dang!" Like I knew you had fun playing the game, and I was like, "I am God." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now give me, now give me, now roll, roll, roll for me, fuckers. <laughs> roll for initiative. <laughs> no, you failed. You died. Yes. On initiative, <laughs> it's that kind of game. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I just, there's a lot that I'm impressed with. And again, it's one of those where like, I just enjoy being in the world, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I've got my fair share of complaints, but that's just cause I, I'm nitpicking the shit out of it. Well, you have to. Yeah. Uh, and it's not even, it's not even the game in all fairness. It's not the game. It's just, standard D D mechanics <laughs> <laughs> like so my favorite my favorite class has always been ranger mm-hmm. and in 3.5 rangers were like i just i just felt like they could be oh god they were so good yeah they were so good rangers in fifth edition are just so hard oh yeah like there's there they don't i i don't feel the same way like i'm getting that same sense of like man i'm a man of the woods and i can do this and i can do this and i can like and and i've tried like for all of those who are about to spam me and be like wow right like no i i've tried guys like it's just a really really tough thing like there there's some subclasses that i i like and i i still haven't experimented with but like there there's others where i'm like i just most of them just kind of like fall short for mm. me. And again, same thing in this. Like I went into this going like, man, I'm going to build a ranger the first time. I played that ranger for six hours. Yeah. And then I went, you know what? We're going to do something different. We're going to switch to a warlock. <laughs> like we're, 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 we're going to play a monk. <laughs> oh, there you go. And uh, like, you know, th- there's that. There's the fact that I think the the level cap is 12, mm-hmm. but like, I get it. I understand there's, there's other aspects to it, but like at the same time, it kind of like, I really like going like, I can become the max level. Like, yeah. This is the full potential that my character can be in this game. And granted, like, yes, in this game, it's 12. That is the full potential my character can be. Mm-hmm. But then there's the D&D side of me that goes, but there's more. Right. <laughs> like, I know there's more. Yeah. Where's that expansion pack where you up the level cap and add all the stuff for after level 12? Right? Like, <laughs> just saying, I wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so it, 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 hits, it hits number two. Um, I, I haven't beaten the game yet. Yeah. Like, again, because it's just it's so, it's so much to it. It's so... It's so massive, and uh, there's there's the 
autistic part of me that's like got to got to do it all. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to like I have to do it all. Like I I have to see everything. I have to experience everything. And even then the like there's because of videos and stuff like that that I, that I was telling you about. I'm like, "Oh, well now I wonder can I do this?" Mm. I haven't seen the video of somebody doing this yet. Right. Should <clears> I start a new character and do that? No, cuz then I'm just going to start from the beginning again and I still won't get any further. Like I have to play this and I have to like, you know, that was the choice that I made back then. When I go around again, I can make this different <laughs> choice, but until I beat the game, that was the decision. And Are you playing on the computer? Uh so I I have a solo game on the computer. Okay. And then me and the wife are playing it joined on the PS5. Okay. I was about to say, because I haven't played it on a console yet. How is that port? How is it uh, work better, worse? Okay. I, the controls are, are rough. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, exactly the same. Okay. It, it just, it, it's going down from an infinite combination of buttons to a controller combination okay. of buttons you know so like you just gotta kind of like oh okay da, 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 so da, there's, da. there's a lot more manipulating to get to the thing that you want a little bit okay a little bit um i i haven't played much on the console yet because i again i only play it with the wife mm-hmm. um uh it's not super inconvenient like it, it's it's ease of use and she's not a big console player and she seems to be doing just fine with it so i i take that as a notch in a good direction mm-hmm. for it the fact that like hey this is working you know yeah um but yeah the beyond that it's it's okay i was going to say and the reason i ask is only because i i feel like when it comes to gaming on my computer i tend to always think of can i do it somewhere else first you know because i have i have i use a laptop gaming yeah. pc or Same. A, a gaming laptop not Same. a gaming pc kind of a thing and with Baldur's gate coming to the consoles i was like maybe if i bought it on the console like i can tell you i'm having a little bit more enjoyment playing with the wife yeah because now, they did a really good job as far as like, and, and I keep telling her this because she like we'll have a conversation, uh-huh. like she'll start up a conversation with somebody and it'll give her options. She'll be like, "What what what should I choose?" And I'm like, "Whatever your character would choose." Right. You are role playing, role play right now. Like, but that's the thing is because she like she wants it to be like, well, I don't want to make a choice that then upsets them, and like you're you're like, oh fuck, we could have really used that or something like that. And I'm like, no, man, like let, let's roll with it. Yeah. Like this is how it would go in a in a in a standard role playing game. No and saves so, coming. Like, yeah. So like she she makes choices and we we roll with it. I make choices and we roll with it. Is that co- couch co op or is she in a couch co op? Really? How does yeah. so how does it work? So like you're controlling your character on your screen, she's controlling hers. What if you guys break up? You can only go so far from okay. each other, um, because the camera can actually zoom out quite a bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can only go so far from each other, and then like one will start dragging the other. Okay, kind type of a deal. Thing. Oh god, can you imagine Justin and his wife trying to play? Because you know what she's like. Yeah. When she's when she's they playing Diablo, actually, they do actually pretty well. well. Like the times that I played Diablo with them. Oh, I just know that because I know that she. Uh, she but she. 
I, I and maybe it's just Justin's gotten used to it, so he like just follows. Okay. But yeah, I was just saying we were talking about D four the other day, and he he was saying like he was like, I love playing with her, but every now and then she's like, I gotta go check this one little corner of the map that we didn't explore, and he's like, we got close enough to see the wall. I know there's nothing there. She's like, well, I gotta remove like the fog to make sure, kind of a thing. So I was just thinking like, oh, Baldur's Gate, because there's stuff everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't see them playing Baldur's Gate oh together. yeah oh yeah well I mean and then, and then well I mean he doesn't have to act anything out I know that's his biggest hold up with with the D&D D&D style games yeah but well and it, it, it's the uh, um what am I what's the word I'm looking for Farfid Nugan no it, it like the 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 common belief of D that you've got to like full dress out and like oh, the oh, shit oh and yeah like he fully believes the stereotype kind of a yeah, thing that's it that's it like it's the stereotype that he fully believes yeah. like oh if i play D, like i've got to role play my yeah. character from i gotta top put to, a, yeah. i gotta put makeup on my face no well not even just that like yeah. but even just doing like the voice the acting voice, yeah. or like oh i you know i constantly have to talk to my character and it's like man no like just, that depends on the group yeah and if that's not your thing you don't go into a group that that's their thing like yeah. that's that's the thing like you know nobody wore a wizard hat when i was playing D D all those years ago nope yeah same i've never had a guy wear a wizard hat. i'm Wait, gonna have to check with the wife and see if maybe she'll want to play some Baldur's gate together because i bet that would be a lot of fun yeah it, it, I, especially couch co-op she'd be down for that i think yeah and like it, they got it nice enough to where like um so like i control one of the npcs because it's only a party of four mm-hmm. and she controls one of the npcs so nice. when we go into battle like i make decisions for my npc and she makes decisions for her npc and and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, like they, I think they did it really, really well with the couch co-op. And then on top of that, like, we can join, like, if you're playing on PC, we can join you on PC yeah. from our couch co-op. All the, the cross-play. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, if you get it and we want to play, we we can play. That'd like that that Where there's a group of four of us and everything like that. So, like, all of those aspects of it, I'm like, man, this, it's just, it's expansive. It's it's massive. And, yeah. and cha. I I truly believe it's one of those things of like the it's kind of like a true D and D session, you know, like mm-hmm. when you have a full party and they're all making decisions and you're all just kind of rolling with it and nobody's being an asshole to each other, like it can be great fun. Um, so, so can your character interact with her? Is, uh, this I didn't mean for this to turn into a Baldur's Gate three console yeah. question thing, but can your character interact with her character? Like we, the, haven't, we haven't tried. I was gonna say, like the way that you can like talk to and interact with the other NPCs, and like you know, I mean, let's just get I, cut to the chase, right? It's a very horny game when it comes to the NPCs. Oh yeah. So like, uh, can you have, do that with her? We haven't tried. Yet. Okay. Um, I'm just picking your brain. No, that, that's interesting. I want to try that now, but like we haven't tried yet. <laughs> hey, honey, let's have sex in front of all the NPCs. <laughs> I'll go into a bear form. Oh, come on. Bear, Why you gotta is. do that? No, I prefer you in your bear form. I saw that video and I was like, oh, game is horny. Hey. So horny. Yep. Yep. All right. So, number two is Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. Okay. My, my number one shouldn't be, I'm literally wearing a shirt from it. Lies of P is my number one game. I had a very difficult time even thinking of anything that the game does wrong or poorly. Um, I think everything from the music to the atmosphere to the fact that it, it's a dark retelling 
of a old fairy tale to what they are planning to do, the little hints that they put in to the DLC and then the, the second game that's coming out. Um, it DLC. There's not a DLC out yet. Not yet. Not yeah, yet. That's why I, yeah. I want to make sure. Um, you know, the just, I, I all of it, man. I, I, I have a hard I, time I, finding, I'll, I'll be honest and sorry to cut you off. No, no. I second all of that. That's my number one game. Oh, is it really? I yep. was surprised it's not Zelda. I, you know, I, Zelda's top 10. Okay. Definitely top 10. Um, but there, there's, there's a lot with Zelda. It's very sequely. It's very sequely. It's, it's very big, new agey. Yeah. And, and like, there's, there's a lot that makes me miss the older Zelda games by playing that game. Mm. And we've always had that discussion of if you're playing a game and you think of another game, then really how good is the game you're playing? Yeah. You know, good point. And, uh, um, so like that, it makes my top 10 cause I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun playing it and everything. And I'm a huge Zelda fan. Mm. Like, do not get me wrong, but like lies of P there's a lot that made it the number one for me for 2023. The fact that one, this is not a game by any means that I should have ever fallen in love with. Yeah. It is not my type of game. I do not care for these, like, learn the boss moves and prepare for all of that and grind and, and you, you know, the, the Dark Soul-esque type games. Mm -hmm. I have given them repeated tries. I've literally, like, there's been several times in the year of 2023 where I downloaded Elden Ring mm. over and over and over again. Should try to, to get the, back into it. To the point where I like, I was like, you know what? I should stop deleting this and I would just move it to my external. Yeah. So that I could just move it back really fast, you know, because I, I just, I wanted to keep like trying to be like, people love this. What am I missing? Mm -hmm. You know? And I just, it's not my type of game, but this one. It's everything, the atmosphere, the the movements, the combat, the like where like with a lot of the Dark Souls type games, I feel really slow. Mm -hmm. I don't feel slow in this game. Like if I don't dodge perfectly, it's not like where in before I'm like, man, it's, I just move so slowly. This was fuck man i did not time that right yeah like i tried to push it a little too far yeah the fact that i never felt like any single one of the bosses were impossible to beat. that is and that is what i said to my wife too when i when i got done playing it i was like this game doesn't make you feel like you can't do it yeah it it always makes you feel like if you died, it's because there was a mistake that was made or because something happened that you now need to learn from. When you fight the fire guy. Yeah. And when he gets to a second two phase and puts fire out all over the floor. Yeah. First couple of times it killed me because I didn't realize you got to hide behind the pipes. That's yeah. how to negate that. But it it's not it wasn't cheap feeling because when I went in the second or the third time with that fight, it was like, now I know that he does that. I got to prepare for that. Yep. And it doesn't beat you into the ground like you were saying like Elden Ring was really tough for me it took me a long time to beat that game I tried going back to it even getting I'm on my play I'm on my new game plus five on Elden Ring right now mm -hmm. because I wanted to go back and get some of the other endings and yeah, yeah. you know I want to get some stuff that like I had to reset the world so I had to beat it and whatnot um 
And this, but with, when it came to Liza P, it was the same thing where it was like, well, yeah, I want to get a hundred percent on this because I'm enjoying playing that much. Yeah. But no, I just, I love going through because I love being in those areas, you yeah. know, it, like the literally the only area that I don't have a super duper fun time with is at the very end when you go into those, when you're climbing the alchemist tower yeah, and you go into the, those like three rooms because you got to like run around, pull a lever to open a gate, to go back around, yeah. to go into there. And then the baby jumps down on you and it's yeah. all like, yeah, like I don't like that area. But like, that's it. Every other area, I'm like, oh, I love being in here. And I love the way this is laid out. And I love all the characters. I There's a lot. There's a lot to it. And, and again, we did an episode. on mm-hmm. it. So go back and listen to that. Like yeah. most of these games, we did episodes on. Yeah, that was pretty much right before we took our impromptu break. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just there because of those facts. Right. Like. Again. I'm excited excited to see like what comes next mm. as far as this world goes because I had so much fun in this world. Like it, my wife was even surprised. <laughs> like if you haven't realized my wife watches me play all yeah. these games. You know, she sits on the couch next to me and she'll like read her book or play her Switch or whatever. And like I I would die and die and die and die and she even made a comment and what uh there was a couple of different bosses but i think the big one was the first time you fight the boxer clown in the street oh yeah that guy i kept dying to over and over and over right right before the opera hall yep yeah that guy the first time i beat that guy on my first attempt i like Threw my controller in the air. I jumped up off the couch. I started dancing and screaming. I yeah. was like, ah, take that, you motherfucker. Because yeah. that guy always takes me. Like, even in my later playthroughs, yep. you know, and like my my vitality is at 100. My Through ugh. through some of my later playthroughs, I've actually realized some of the things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten way better at blocking. Yeah. At perfect block, right? And the minions before the boss fights teach you the timing really yeah pay attention to the minions attack okay and then pay attention to the boss attacks so like there's there's like the minions attacks where it's like bing 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 and then you wait a little bit and then bing uh-huh. right it's the same timing as the boxer the clown boxer oh. he throws his punch and it's bing 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 wait a second Bing. that's right it is it's the same exact timing because i just run past those guys past him to get the stargazer behind him and then i just fight him in the courtyard and then once you kill him i go back and get everybody else yeah i'd never even thought it and that is part of, like the game teaches you while you're playing it if you know like what to look for i didn't Fuck. i didn't realize it until I, I think it was like halfway through my second playthrough where like i was fighting some of the minions mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm trying to perfect the the timing of it because I like normally I'm a dodge and hit. Yeah. Not a block and hit. But one of the things that I learned in this game later on is like, I actually do better with the block and hit. So I, I started like, I would go into boss battles going, I'm going to die the first three, four times Mm -hmm. because my single goal is not to inflict damage on him. It is to learn the patterns and the blocks. Yeah. 
and then like yeah i was fighting some of the some of the uh minions because i was just doing like a run through so like i ran through killed the minions which were easy like one hit kills type deal Mm -hmm. and i went into the boss and i fought the boss but i needed the um souls oh the ergo ergo thank you i couldn't remember the name of right (laughs) like it's fine um so like you know, I, I ported back mm-hmm. and I started running through again. And like, I was like, I'm going to be cocky. Right. So like I'm walking through and instead of like instantly killing these minions, I was toying with them. Yeah. And through that, I was like, holy shit. Like that is the exact same block combination that I just did with the boss. Interesting. And so then, like, I moved on to the next area. Mm -hmm. And just as a test, like, I was fighting the minions. And through the minions, I was learning the block combination. And I went into the final boss. And you you still have to learn, like, what moves equal which block combination. Yeah, fair enough. But as soon as you learn that, you're like, oh, fuck you, bro. (sighs) Fuck you. And i love that game yeah there's just there's so much to it that i'm like holy crap yeah and that like there were times like i never rage quit oh yeah but there were times where i'm like i'm tired my fingers are tired i need to stop playing this because i will not beat this boss tonight Mm -hmm. i need to hit it fresh tomorrow and i'd walk away that that's not rage quitting that's knowing oh like, yeah i've been playing this game for four hours where my grip on the I'm, controller is tighter than fuck yeah you know as i'm trying to <laughs> that happened the first time i fought the nameless puppet I, I i probably was fighting him for about 45 minutes and this was at the end of like a six hour play session yeah. and I, I was playing I, I i went like eight nine rounds with him and i was like and he i just don't know what to do and i was like i'm not gonna rage quit i'm gonna put it down today i'm gonna sleep on everything that i just did mm-hmm. and i went back to him first tried him yep because it, because of the same thing it was like i just had to you just had to take that step back you know fatigue from playing i i learned that when i was a kid mm-hmm. like playing games like castlevania yeah and stuff like that where i'm like why like i i know what he's about to do why are my fingers not working and like you know i've never i've never really been a rage quitter mm-hmm and like then my parents would be like hey time for bed and i'd be like okay and so like i'd put everything away and i'd go to bed and i'd wake up the next day and i'd hop on the game and i'd one shot him yeah like just boom one i'd be like why couldn't i do that last night and it took some like inner thought process that Mm. i had as a kid right some people just develop self-awareness better and uh, um i realized like well, fuck, man. I'd been playing that game for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Like, nonstop for eight hours. I was exhausted. Yeah. Like, whether I, I, I may not have felt it, but I was exhausted, mm-hmm. you know, mentally and physically. So, like, that break is what I needed. So now, whenever I get to a boss battle, and it might be like later in the day, or I realize, like, I've been playing this game for a while mm-hmm. and I just can't seem to get past him yeah i'm like i just need to stop i either need to play something that's a lot easier and then pick this game back up tomorrow or i just need to stop playing yeah go read you know yeah yeah something else and yeah so like there were a lot of bosses in liza p 
where it was that, where it was like, no, I'm getting the timing down. Like, I know the blocks. I know the fights. I know, I know the moves. Why the fuck can I not get past this? And, like, I found it really funny because what they consider to be the hardest boss, which isn't the nameless puppet. It's the um, before you get to that, the, the guy in armor. Oh, oh, Luxasia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't have a tough time with it. You know, and I and like and I, f- I find that very weird. And and I not like because you were easy and it was difficult for other people because there are bosses that I was like people say that this boss is hard. Like the Puppet King and Romeo, yeah, right? Yeah. I did not struggle uh, with that fight at all. The Puppet the the Puppet King himself got me once with his like suck up and exploding attack. Yeah. And then Romeo got me once with his like light my his halfway through like the sickle on fire and do his like crazy 8-10 combo whatever it is. Yeah. But like those were the, but I mean I, I got Puppet I got the Puppet King and Romeo in like my third for third or fourth try. Because Puppet King, it wasn't Puppet hard. King took me a little bit, but for some people it does. Yeah, Puppet King took me a little bit. I consider a Puppet King, Puppet King, one of the harder fights for mm-hmm. me. Um, Just like Luxasia was difficult for me. Jesus, she probably the, the White Lady. Oh fuck her! She was so hard my first playthrough. First playthrough, man, like died, died, <sighs> died. I mean, it took me like four days to get past her. Yeah, of just dying. Uh-huh. And but that was still when I was doing the like dodging hit. Yeah. Dodging hit. Dodging hit. Second playthrough when I had actually gotten really good at the blocking hit. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck you, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, well, one, I'm a lot stronger too, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, no, I'm I'm blocking your hits. And I've I've got this timed now where like I know I can block, 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 block. And then get into swipes and then prepare to block your next fury of blows. Yeah. Like, yes, I may be only hitting you once or twice in between each of your attack cycles, but you're not doing shit to me. Mm-hmm. So we're good. I don't need to worry about like, man, because one of the big problems that I had is like, even when she would hit me, I didn't feel like I had a second to heal. Yeah. I like I could not heal. So it was like. Fuck. Yeah, she's all over she you. She is all over you. But yeah, like I didn't need to when you're when you're blocking perfect blocking everything. Like, yeah, no, there's so much about that game. Yeah. That like there's there's a lot of reasons why it's my number one. I could talk about it for a really long time. Right, just gotta, the nuances of it. Yeah, I got a sticker on my laptop for it. I'm wearing the t-shirt for it. It yeah. is definitely uh not just top five of last year, but it's definitely in the top five of favorite games of all time as i said there's subnautica and ff7 there is few games that i can replay because otherwise i just get bored Mm -hmm. this is one of them and that fact alone does make it one of the top games like resident evil 4 is probably the top game because it's the game that for the longest time period i've been able to replay Mm -hmm. over and over and over again but this comes in a close second yeah, because it just, it's so good. Yeah. They did such a good that. job. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, and from a, just a basically small, no name production come company, out, come, like, out, come out of nowhere. They're like, yeah. Hey, we're going to do a souls like game about Pinocchio. It was like, okay, that sounds a little weird. Holy shit. I liked the concept from the first time I heard it. Because oh, I always like, I always like, like part of my, part of what drew me to the Witcher. Right. 
is if if there's a lot of stuff in the witcher that when you read through the books and and, and everything like that mm. it is super dark retellings of classical story tales yeah you know and or or like weird retellings of those and i've always enjoyed that kind of stuff of like man this is this is a different type of twist on this like tale that everybody knows mm -hmm. and everything and you see it a little bit even in the um the show i think it's the second season he goes and visits the beast mm. you know and i don't think they do that great in the show to represent what's going on there mm -hmm. but there is like that's that's in one of the books he, he's sitting around a campfire with uh yasmir and um the dwarf which i can't remember the name of and you know and they're like just kind of telling stories of what happens and he tells this story about how he got hired to go in and save this beauty from this beast mm. and it it's a fucked up tale i've always enjoyed that shit yeah so from the minute they announced it i was like ooh, i want to play this game and then when i heard like it's a dark souls game i was like oh fuck <laughs> Well, I still want to try it mm -hmm. because I'm not I'm not a Dark Souls person, yeah. man. Like, you know how much I love, you know, Japanese culture and, and, and those type of games and everything like Sakura. Mm -hmm. I was super excited about Sakura. And then I tried playing it and I was like, no, no, this I can't. This is not for me. This is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got all the way to the last boss and. Right, you're calling it Sakura. I'm going to call it Sekiro. Mm. That's it. Oh, I just assumed that you were just doing like a Japanese pronunciation because nope. of the way that it was. Nope. Um, yeah. I fucked up the title, guys. Oh. I fucked up that title. Oopsies. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like I like I I I had fun playing it, but I kind of I didn't feel as confident as I did playing this, you yeah. know, lies of, like I said, lies of P makes you feel like you can do it. Whereas other dark souls from soft games just are their, their bread the and butter is to make you feel like you the can't. other thing that I liked about lies of P um, that most dark souls, Elden ring, excluding mm -hmm. um, don't really allow you to do is grind. Yeah. You know? So like if, if I felt like, oh man, maybe if I was just one or two levels higher, like I went back and I just collected a bunch of ergo mm. and, and leveled myself up, you know, or like, oh, you know, the, the shop sells this, ah, you know, what if I buy this, maybe like I, I'll change up my stuff. Right. So like when you get the merchant out of the village that sells you all of the throwables oh yeah right yeah, yeah, like yeah. i would just i would go and stock up on ergo and keep buying a bunch of throwables mm. and then like that man in the red lobster is the richest man in city because oh fuck the amount of ergo that i gave i've spent so much money on him buying holy stuff. shit <laughs> um but still like that was that and like there were in my first playthrough one or two bosses that i only beat mm. because all i did was throw throwables out yeah. i got so good at switching my quick in the battle yeah. like i could go in and go boop, 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 and re re you know program which the quick slots were uh -huh. for the throwables 
in the middle of boss battles. Nice. So that I could continue throwing throwables. Yeah. No, and that guy offers you all those throwables before you go and have a 4v1 or 4v2 fight yeah. where everyone else has some sort of elemental damage. It It's like it makes sense for you. Yep. Like, it just... Yep. God damn, I'm like you, man. I could just talk about this game for fucking ever. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. I, but I love it. Go and listen to the podcast. You'll listen to us more about it. It's, yeah. It's, it's, say, it's, we it's we only spent about 30 minutes year. talking about it here. We, yeah. we spent like a good hour and a half talking about it there. But yeah. Yeah, um, but that's why it's it's number one, man. Yeah. It, it, it I, I and it's not a sequel or a remake. It. You know nope. what was off this list, right? First of all, Resident Zelda Evil was Four, Resident Evil Four Remaster, Zelda, Zelda, which is a sequel. Yeah, Diablo, Diablo Four. Uh, oh yeah, See, Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, yeah. Which, Alan Wake Two, which is a remake. And here's the thing. So my wife play, played Alan Wake Two. She she stands by that game. She says that that game is actually worth a play. Uh, no, it's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a Sorry. sequel. What did I say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said remake. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Um, my wife stands by it. She played it. She really did enjoy it. She said it was a really good atmosphere. But here's also the other thing. She's also stopped talking about it. To me, there also has to be a little bit of a lasting kind of, eh. you know, thing to... <coughs> maybe like she's not interested in going back in and playing it. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and start my playthrough number six for lies of P there. There's actually quite a bit. So like Assassin's Creed Mirage wasn't yeah. on this list. Uh, Final yeah. Fantasy 16 wasn't on this list. Fuck that game. Um, sea of stars, which I've heard a lot of good things about. And I've actually started playing a little bit, Okay, but it's a, it's, it's one of those old school, like almost Octopath traveler, 16 bit, okay. you know, RPG right. type deal. Um, Forspoken, Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, Forspoken. Uh, Wild Hearts was another one that was big throughout 2023. Um, uh, I think that's basically it as far as what I can tell from the, the list that I have. Wulong, Fallen Destiny, which yeah. Dynasty, sorry, which I played a little bit of. And, and that's a Dark Souls-esque game that takes place in, uh, um, oh God, what are those? What are those games? The Dynasty Warriors game? Dynasty Warriors. It, it felt very like, Dynasty Warriors. Well, it's, it's during that time period. Yeah. So. Uh, also, but just FYI, they are doing a crossover with Lies of P. Wulong? Wulong and, and, and Lies of P. Like, you can get, so, you know the boss weapons in Lies of P? The yeah. umbrella etiquette? Yeah. You can get that in Wulong, I think. I saw, I, re I read that somewhere. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, Dead Island 2 eh, is yeah. another one. Sequel. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of Starfield. Oh, here's the thing. Here's Starfield the thing. Starfield was an independent Star one that we were really psyched about, too. Because it was supposed to be the next big Bethesda game, but what it turned out to be was Skyrim in space, and that's a problem for me. I even stopped playing Starfield and went back to Skyrim because I was like, well, if I'm going to play Skyrim, I might as well just play fucking Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim had more. It, well, it was more fun. Skyrim has more. I, it, Skyrim has, has way more than Starfield. Oh, yeah. Skyrim is so nice. Like I, I don't remember any music from Starfield. I remember is, the music from Skyrim. I, you're big on the music, and I know that. I, well, yeah, and that's one thing. Like the music in Liza P is something that sticks with me. I, I, I literally Spotify playlist. Yep, on on my phone. Yeah, I listen to it. Um, close your eyes. So like like Zelda music. Uh huh. Zelda music sticks with me. Yep. I love that. Um, even the music from Boulder's Gate Three. I was just, I was actually just humming the battle theme in my head. I was like, Boulder's Gate Three's got some pretty good music. It, it, does. Doom, it does. But Starfield, great! You delivered on a promise. Yep. 
I can nice. explore over a thousand planets of nothing. Well, space is empty. Fuck you. <laughs> At least give me some sort of vehicle on these big giant planets that have only a handful of things. Please. I don't I don't even want that. Like if you're not going to make it engaging, don't yeah. don't like I I would have rather you given me only 10 planets, mm. but those 10 planets have stuff to do on them. Yeah. You know, I can explore the entire planet, but like, you know, I come across a hydro farm that needs help because it's being raided by fucking butt pirates. I don't know. Sure. Like whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Let's go. But like walking around oh that's a cool animal that vaguely looks like the three other animals on this other planet that i just visited right. why are there giant praying mantis type animals here yeah you do oh this flora looks super familiar <laughs> um but yeah there's there's reasons for the other ones not that i didn't enjoy some of them some no, no, of no. them i didn't yeah. uh, most of them we actually talked about in some way shape or form throughout the various uh episodes that we did throughout mm. the year um some of them we didn't i'm sure that there are other games that i just didn't mention in there that people loved i, I think atomic heart was one of them yeah that um, one all I, ever I never played yeah but... no that one for me all that one really came down to was sexy robots like stomping on your balls and i was like no thanks well that really, sounds weird i don't need that yeah uh, we don't really cover racing games, but yeah. there's Forza Motorsports that came out. Hey, uh, they're making a left turn. They're yeah. making another left turn. There's more to it than that. I will. Admit I that, yes, I know. I'm being. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm being an ass. Uh, but yeah, like th these were our top five. It was a tough list for me because there are other games that I was like, ah, man, should this be in my top five? Should it not? Would it? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. As I said, if I was including remakes or re-releases or anything like that, fucking Resident Evil would have won. Resident Evil would have gone above fucking Liza P mm -hmm. and all. And see, but that's just because I have oh, Leon Kennedy is my fucking Resident Evil man. Mm -hmm. That dude is fucking awesome. I. I there's there's a lot about that game like even down to the the mercenaries like little little mini game that's in the game where all you're doing is just killing fucking hordes of these infected people because they're not zombies no they're infected by lost plagas mm. which was the other thing that i loved is that i'm not shooting zombies i'm shooting innocent people that were that are just sick that are just sick <laughs> you've got covid <laughs> <laughs> um but like love it love it all love every bit of it but god damn like i was counting them that game has been remade remastered re-released 12 fucking times resident evil 4 resident evil Jesus. 4 in various different ways shapes and forms and in fact they just re-released it again as the gold edition um so that's what i mean like it it's too much mm -hmm. like we even had the comment when and we don't we don't normally get into like the the politics of gaming no. or anything like that but we did have a conversation during the game awards of like why is resident evil 4 on this list mm -hmm. like man it had its shot it had its shining moment like why why are we not why giving, is it being nominated for anything yeah why are we not giving some other game that may yeah. be original or even a sequel right like mm -hmm. in that regard i don't mind sequels being nominated 
but re-releases like come on man like they, no. they had their year yeah it was yeah spider-man 2 makes sense to be on there Mario Super Mario Wonder. I didn't even know there was a new Super Mario game. It's fun. Why? But it's Mario. <laughs> it's fun. I like it's it. It's Mario. I don't care. It's still a new game and it's a new take on Mario. Uh, let me guess. You run to the side and you jump. Uh no. You no. No? No. What do you do? Run to the side and jump. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not saying it doesn't deserve some sort of award, but again, it's like when everything on the list is either a remake, a remaster, or a sequel, I'm like, where's the new stuff? And again, because, I mean, we even said it, we were like, Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to win because of what it is and what it did. Makes total sense. That doesn't mean that some of the others... I wanted it to win. How does Alan Wake 2 get on there when it came out like a month before the awards even? Like, I don't know. I don't get it. There's always that, though. Like, even in movie awards, well, man. Yeah. Like, oh, that movie's been out a week. Oh. How did it get nominated for an Emmy? Like, and here, here's the thing. That's why I don't watch any sort of movie <laughs> award shows, because I would lose my mind. <laughs> video games, it's easy, because you get, you get fewer video games to pay attention to than yeah. movies, in my yeah. opinion, you know? I went um, and I cast my votes. Yeah. Yeah. I did my part. <laughs> Would you like to know more? I'm doing my part. I'm doing my well, part, part, too. Because we were just talking about Helldivers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anything else? No. All right. So thank you all for watching. Yep. Again, sorry. No Lords of the Fallen. But we're going to do we did our best of 2023. Let us know what your bests were. What is your top five for 2023? Also, what are you looking forward to coming out here in the next few Your months? Mom. Uh, we've already kind of uh, looked ahead at the schedule and figured out what we're going to be playing and what we're going to be talking about. Don't forget, if you sign up for that $5 Patreon, you'll be able to see that list. Um, also, if you sign up for the $10 or the $20, you'll see it too, but those other levels get some extra perks like the unedited video and audio of these recordings when we can get that to work, the video part at least, because that is still... That is still giving us problems, but we are getting there. Um, and also, don't forget, is when you sign up for the 10 or 20, you will also get access to our very first um, being released concurrently with this episode, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC. That is the new thing that we're doing for the 10 and $20 tiers. Yep. Uh, offering um, quick... Exclusive episodes. Yep, exclusive. You got to go to the Patreon to get those, with Cyberpunk being a good one. Um, speaking of The Witcher, we were both really looking forward to that, and holy crap, Snore City. Um, big problems with Cyberpunk at first. Even yeah. when we went back, things were still kind of mediocre, so we'll see what the DLC offers. Where it lies now. Yep. Did um, you hear they are doing a, a Witcher 4, though? I had not heard that yeah, yet. I, I, I thought I saw something the other day. Let me double check that real fast so Found I'm not beating out. Uh, false stuff. False stuff. You know, so don't forget, you can go to our Patreon or our Facebook page. Um, go ahead. I, and I do want to say thank you very much to the three people who have reviewed our podcast on Spotify. Thank you very much for the five stars. So having three five-star reviews on Spotify is really nice. We appreciate that. Um, you may also have noticed, I have not checked, so I don't know if they've kicked in yet, um, ads. So there are now ads on our, or there should be ads on our podcast. Um, and yeah, so if you don't like ads, you got to sign up for the unedited uh, episodes. 
and you can get those on Patreon. Um, again, we just appreciate everybody that signed up for the Patreon. The money helps us keep the lights on. And um, so, yes, it is. It's the Witcher Four Polaris. Polaris. Yeah, there's Wasn't one source that says uh, it's not estimated for release until at least 2026. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but dude, I again, I do not mind waiting. Right. It- for a game that comes out nearly flawless and the witcher 3 it had some issues but nothing that was game breaking like i played that game from release speaking of horny games all the way to completion mm-hmm. <laughs> nice you're welcome i appreciate you <laughs> um with with minimal issues mm-hmm. in it something some things like that I happened mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize happened. Like they, they were just so insignificant. So again, I don't mind that. I don't know. And I highly doubt that CD project red listens to us, but if you are, oh, please, God. please, dear God, I have been a long time fan. I, I was so excited about cyberpunk. Do not, do not do this to me again. <laughs> I this is the last chance. I will give you all the faith for The Witcher 4. Stay in your lane. Just let's do this. <laughs> all right? Whatever you need from me, I will give you. Just don't fuck me, Gil. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Um there uh so like uh yeah. So, yep, good stuff all around. So, again, thank you all very much for listening. For those of you watching, thank you very much. Um, Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll catch you next time. Um, I guess, so again, right, um, go over to Patreon, sign up so you can listen to the DLC that we're about to drop. And then stay tuned for next week, which I'm pretty sure, according to the schedule, is, oh, talk about Snorefest. (sighs) Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, folks. Sorry, I passed out there for a second. Yeah. So (laughs) stay tuned for the next episode of Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until then, Game Game on. On. Thanks for listening to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required. <laughs>